everyone. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season 10, episode 10, the one where Chandler gets caught. S10. E10. 1010. Tin tin. Tin tin. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you speaking another language? Wait, What's wait. happening? Hello? Hello? Um Hello, welcome to season 10, episode 10. Uh, the one where the channel gets caught. So last time Ashley was making a big deal about him getting caught. And getting caught doing what exactly? Mm-hmm. Um, but this starts with uh, them eating cake. Monica's eating cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Rachel suggests that she gets a room. Because she's like, mm-hmm. She's like, mm, I could show this cake a good time. I would get a room with this cake. I would get a room with this cake. Um, I feel like I had a really good cake recently, but maybe not get a room level. Was it an olive oil cake? Because you do talk about oh, how much you love that. I do love olive oil cake. Um, I was in the UK not too long ago, and I had, I, I've had this before, but scones with clotted cream is just so good. It's yeah. like not sweet. It's not that sweet. Just sweet enough. Just so good. Not- somebody somebody at work made those the other day. They brought in ones they'd made themselves. And I was like, that's impressive. Did they make the clotted cream? Um, isn't clotted cream just non-sweet whipped cream? You have to cook it on low for like 12 hours and then let it cool for oh. like 10 hours. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess they just made the scones. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to be really impressed if they did make the clotted cream. I thought about doing it and then I'm like, I, I just have to sit here with my oven on for 12 hours. It's not a life. Um. Anyway, it's just so easy oh yeah, we talked it. about our favorite cakes not too long ago, and the answer is neither of us care about cake. We both want other things. More. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, sounds right. Yeah. Um, except cheesecake, but I don't want mine with any coolie unless it does mean monkey. Unless it and is so then a <laughs> then the the question came up: sex or food? And all the girls, oh, yes. all the guys are saying sex, except Joey is like, um. You know, I want girls on bread. And then Monica says food. Sorry, she says Very she's going to give up sex. Very quickly. And Chandler's yeah. like, you know, thanks. And she's like, oh, I wasn't thinking about sex with you. It's like a giant <laughs> hug. Yeah. Um. So Ashley, question. <laughs> give up sex or food? <laughs> well, you can't really give up food. You have right. to eat. That's right. You can't. So... So there's I don't the know. Answer. I was, I've never really thought about that before until I was watching it before, and I was like, "How do you can't give up food?" So sorry, well, everyone. I, I feel like food. in Would You Rather's, you there's no logic and there's no loopholes, and you know, my answer is still. Yeah, my answer yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, obviously. Same as sorry, food. sorry yeah, everyone. for sure. Love you. Sorry, food, love you, but food. Um, and you know what? Wouldn't be offended if that was the answer the other way around, you know? Yeah. Um, Ashley and I have both recently gotten got into break, baking bread, so I'm definitely not giving up food now. It's just getting good. <laughs> That's because you didn't let yourself have bread in the house for until you started baking it yourself. I mean, I would have bread around sometimes. But here's the thing, is that the bread you buy in the store really isn't that great anyway. You know, unless it's like fresh baked. So I feel like I back. need to get better at breaking at baking sourdough. Mine's mine are fine, but they're not great yet. Well, you'll get there. Don't worry. I will get there. I'm, I'm still the a less, baby. Baker. The less you care, the more they turn out. Oh, like cats. Learning. Look at that. Weird. Pretty I wonder much. why we're drawn to them. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Uh, after the whole sex or food debacle, um, Phoebe and Rachel are looking at pictures of Emma in the coffee house and they see Chandler 
talking to a woman. And mm-hmm. out of literally Rachel's like, oh, who is she? She's pretty. And Phoebe's like, oh, she's having an affair. He's having an affair. And she's like, I'm always right. And she's like, no, you're not. You thought Ross was trying to kill you because he told you a boring story. <laughs> um, but then Phoebe's like, she, go ahead. She's like, I just find it hard to believe that somebody would tell that story just to tell it. <laughs> so true. Um, so, but then they get into the car and I feel like it's one of those things like once you have, once you're on that track, you're going to see what you want to see. Just like what, when you like somebody's someone. somebody's cheating? Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you like somebody and so they sit next to you. It means something. But if, they don't sit next to you. It doesn't mean something. When reality, they're just sitting where they're sitting. It has nothing to do with you. Right. Um, but like this, like if she would have just gotten in the car, not seen who was in there, not already thought, oh, he's having an affair. I don't know that it would have gotten so far, but she was already like he's having an affair. Oh, look, they're they're getting in the car, you know. Yeah. And so she, they call to try to suss it out try to catch him in the act try to catch him in the act and so phoebe invites him to a movie and chandler says uh well i'm i actually have to work i'm stuck in the office all day which they're looking at him which i'm like okay guys and by guys i mean chandler why (laughs) are you meeting your secret realtor affair outside in front of the the coffee house house where no one ever goes Like, I just don't understand that. So, um, but uh, they go through the whole, you know, we're going to see liar, liar, betrayal, and a fair to remember. (laughs) Those are all really old movies. Dude, where's Um, my car? Because he's in a car. They're in a car. So they, the girls get in the car and get a cab and follow him uptown oh my gosh and out of town and um did they cut a section out isn't there a section where phoebe and rachel are looking at the house or no we just learned about it i was gonna say posthumously but that's not how you use that no (laughs) (laughs) um i Maybe you're confusing it with like other episodes where they've been upstate looking out from inside of a car. I'm thinking maybe the one with Phoebe and Frank Jr. And her. Yeah. Because because Phoebe does or sorry, Rachel does say later like, oh, well, we were waiting. Like she refers to it. But I don't think we ever see it. Okay, I couldn't remember. I like didn't have a clear memory Um, either way. Um, But uh Monica and Chandler then kind of reunite and are like, you know, she's like, what do you think of the house? It's everything we've been looking for. And the um, the hole in the window above the attic. Um, but, uh, you know, they're just kind of going over all the reasons it's great. And uh, they're trying to decide whether they should make an offer or not. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're also talking about, like, when to tell everybody, do you tell them before you make the offer or after? What do you think? Oh, are you Actually, asking me? That's what do to I you. Think? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm not asking I anyone else. Because I was just, li- I was like, yeah, <laughs> what do they think? Um, well, no, I don't think you tell people beforehand because uh, in my own experience with house buying which was just the one time um well just the one house multiple times we tried but that's the point it's uh it, you yeah. really don't have it till you have it it's one of those yeah. like yeah it's definitely not a it's not a sure thing until everybody's signed on the dotted line type thing so yeah you know it's their first attempt it sounds like they're going in with an offer lower than asking and so there's no guarantee they're gonna get it and so I think it makes sense to not bring this up until you have to yeah and I think I think that's true but I especially think it's true in this case because it's it's gonna be a huge change 
And it doesn't sound like they are just buying whatever. If this house doesn't work out, who knows until the next one. And I think they actually say that at some point. But um, you you may not even buy another one for a year or something you know yes I was gonna say when you start your well it's different for everybody I'm sure but like when we very first started looking it was at least like six months if not more before we actually ended up buying a house um and for some people it's years so yeah I I don't think and you're right it's not like they're just like oh we're thinking about moving to Brooklyn which I think everybody would still be upset about but um it's like it's like you know, an hour Westchester County type is, thing is out of the city. Yeah, it's totally yeah. different. Um, yeah, I mean, Matt, when he bought our house, he bought our house before we got married. So I married into this house, which is great for me. Um, <laughs> and I love highly this house. recommend it if other people highly can do it. <laughs> recommend marrying into a house. It's great. Um, but he went to he looked for a year. And he, I mean, we'll still drive around town. And he's like, oh, I looked at a house there. I looked at a house there. I put in an offer on this house. I mean, he looked at so many houses and put in so many offers. But he was working on a strict budget. And, you know, um, but he's like, our realtor was so patient. Markets be crazy. Yeah, well, it really, the market was not crazy back then, actually. In hindsight, he should have bought like four houses um, because they were all so cheap. But you never know that. So whatever. Doesn't matter. But um uh but yeah, he looked forever. And and people knew he was looking, but he was renting in town, so he was just looking to own in that same town and he wasn't like in a rush. Right. Um Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's different when you're making a big change. Like if I decided I was leaving Nashville and moving back to Florida or something, I don't know that I would tell anybody until it was official. I actually have a really big personal uh what's it called when you're like secret not to tell us right something. now? No. No, no, no. Like I'm very adverse to that. I don't want to talk what? about something with people until it is like the ink oh. has dried. There are some um, people who are the opposite. Like the second they've yes. thought about something, yes. they're like I'm going to do this thing. And you're like, yes. oh, or they're like, I'm thinking you know, about doing this. You mm. know what's really funny is that I think I used to be a little bit more like that. And not, I don't think to an extreme, um, but just kind of more like stream of consciousness with some of my ideas. Yeah. And we lived with a girl who lied a lot. You and I did. Mm-hmm. And she also told a lot of tall tales of things she was going to do a lot. And uh, I saw that and I was like, I don't want people to think that I'm lying or inflating things or being wishy-washy. I like was very turned off by that. And so right. it has made it, that was like a very defining thing, like seeing her like that. Because I was never trying to, I wasn't lying. I wasn't like puffing things up. But even like when I decided yes. to study abroad, I don't think I told anybody until I knew that I could actually do it. Because I didn't want to like say I was studying abroad and then not and do then it. never. Yes. I definitely have the tendency to share, like overshare what's on my mind. And like, mm-hmm. if I have an idea or I'm thinking about doing something or I want to do something, like I- I'm one of those like external processors. And so yeah. I'd prefer to talk it, talk it through with people. Um, this is a little bit different, but I had a friend who she used to kind of like, oh, we should do this, or I want to do this thing, or I want to do, and like, I would be like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, I don't know, I guess I just assumed when she was sharing these things, it was like she actually, I, I felt like she had a um, a hard time sometimes translating wants and desires to action, and right. I'm a very action person, and so I mm-hmm. would try to help her, like, okay, well, how can we make that a reality for you? And then I felt like I would do that, and but it would be like, oh, but like, no, I can't do that or I can't do this. Or like sometimes it would be like, okay, but with all of the things you've just said you want to do, like though some of those are conflicting. You're not going to have yeah. time to do all of it. Like why don't you just pick one thing and actually get started? Like, you know, I was doing yeah. that thing where someone tells you something and you like 
try to do it for them or fix it or jump into action. And I realized that she just wanted me to like she when she was saying like I want to do this thing or I had like it didn't actually mean that she wanted to like write down an action plan with goals and milestones like it just kind of meant she liked the idea and she mm-hmm. was more and like I don't it's, it was obviously not the same as the person who lied like she wasn't doing that yeah she just liked to throw out lots of kind of a dreamer like, she just liked to Yes, 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 exactly. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. She was just a dreamer and liked to throw out ideas. Whereas I'm like, if you're going to share something that you want to do, like I'm going to take you at face value that you actually want to do right. it. Right. And so that I had to kind of learn to be like, okay, she's just like, you know, enjoying talking about it, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't know you were like that. Um, that you'd like yeah. rather wait until it's a sure thing. Yeah. Um, And I do think that just like external processing to close friends is totally different than like making stuff up or like saying you're going to do things and never doing any of it. Like, you know, I don't think they're not like the exact same thing, but it just has made me more of a more aware of myself when I do that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, I'm still like that. I yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny, but I also think some of it is avoidant of like studying we'll just stay with studying abroad like if I said oh yeah I think I'm going to study abroad and then every time I talk to someone so any news on that and then I'm like oh my gosh I don't know no I don't have any answers yeah, yet. I know what you mean like it puts more I feel more pressure um self-imposed of course so like um yeah so I don't know I just even like you know the- whatever I just keep it a little we'll play a little closer to the vest I um vest isn't that what it is no it's chest (laughs) which I guess is where your vest is but (laughs) (laughs) okay so I just googled playing it close to the and it's chest vest chest or vest (laughs) uh did you say chest twice or one time did you say chest like a chessboard so chest every time but okay basically you know how google starts to predict things the -hmm. first one said chest the second one said vest and the second one the third one said chest or vest like i'm not the only one okay okay (laughs) um ah i've never haha i've never heard playing it close to the vest but i don't really wear a lot of vests myself close to the chest or close to the vest so which is correct? The answer is both. There is no definitive answer to the question. While it appears close to the vest appeared first, close to the chest followed almost immediately and today is used with equal frequency. So close to the vest, probably because vests are less in fashion. Um, <laughs> no, no, Renee. They're very cool. Um, it sounds like whoever wrote that like whatever wiki or whatever entry that is. Um, Mm -hmm. It sounds like somebody was having an argument. So funny enough, (laughs) just earlier this morning, um, one of my friends, I've got, you know, as we all do, like a WhatsApp chat group. And one of my friends was like, okay, he's got a um, two-year-old and his wife is Mm -hmm. expecting, they've got another one on the way. And he was like, is it, is it the wheels on the bus? He's like, do the wheels on the bus go round and round or all day long? And I was like, huh and then we and like people were like the kiwis were like all day long and i was like i can speak for all three u.s citizens in this chat and say it's round and round Mm -hmm. and i was like but what it actually and then you know people started squabbling back and forth and i was like it sounds like what's actually happening is this guy was having a heated argument with his wife because he's canadian (laughs) and she's kiwi about which one it was with their two-year-old daughter. And so you came here for backup. And he's like, 100%. That's what just 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. um, But doesn't... I found my... Mm-hmm. Doesn't the wheels on the bus have like multiple verses? Yeah. But it's what other things are happening. Not the bus. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's like something went up and down. And yeah, swish, swish, maybe swish the and people stuff. on the bus. Yeah. Okay. Went, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. Um, <laughs> going back to what you're saying, I, 
I found myself about to blab. Like it was just as recent as like yesterday or the day before. I was about to say, oh, I'm thinking about, and I was like, you know what, Ashley, just do it. Just go be quiet, put your like pen to paper and just do it before you talk about it. And I cannot even remember what it was. So maybe that's part of it is I need to say things out loud for accountability. Totally. And I think that that is really valid. And like I said, I don't think that that is the same as our friend who lied. It just, it was just such a turnoff to me that I'm like, I'm doing the opposite of this. Um, That's funny. Because she always would say things that she did or was going to do, and there was never a follow-up. And so I was just like, I don't want people, not that I care all the way what people think, but like I don't want want to be viewed. It was just off-putting. Very off-putting. I was like, I want to be a person that can be taken at my word. Um, Yeah. So That's a good point. That's actually, I've kind of felt similarly where I was like, I don't want people to hear what I'm saying and think, um, like I want them to take what I'm saying seriously, even if it's not lying. Um, you know what I mean? Like I still want, I still want it to be like, you know, that what I'm saying is like, I'm going to follow through. But again, I'm a very action oriented person, not a like, let's chat creatively. Well, like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but there are just some people who like to talk about things and never do them. And it's just not me. So like you were saying with your friend, um, you assumed it meant she wanted to do something and she didn't. She just wanted to talk about it. So Um, Um, just quickly going back to the house thing, mm -hmm. I had um, some friends who put in an offer on 11 houses before they... I know. And this was a while ago, too. This was back when I was living in Chicago, um, which was nine years ago at this point. And I don't, I mean, you know, and I lived there for five years before I left. Um, So, yeah, 11, could you imagine 11 offers and getting rejected? And they were like, they were like, so I think it just started getting to the point where they were kind of like, well, we'll just take anything. And I'm like, "Mm." Mm hmm. They had just gotten married, and so it was like, or they were about to get married. And so, you know, they're really excited for, like, their first home together. Yeah, it's a bummer. I know it gets really frustrating, and I feel like it makes people, like, extra anxious, you know, to yeah. take anything. You get kind of desperate. Um, but, yeah, so this would be a big change in the Friends universe. Um, it It would. Is it? Um, I don't know if you know this stuff. I could have looked it up. But like, is Westchester, you said it's out of the city. I think they mentioned it. It's what, like an hour by train or something? I think so. It's I think like, it's the next county. Um, as far as I know, it's the next county. It's like county. past Long Island? No, it's north. Oh, um, okay. So, so Long Island is is out east? Like... New York is kind of like this eye or, yeah, this like skinny line. And then Long Island would be like making it a really long L. Does that make sense? And the Westchester would be like up at the top hmm. of, of the eye. Oh, okay. L. Um, okay, now I'm going to look it up. Yeah. So you leave <laughs> Manhattan and you're mm-hmm. in Westchester County. So it's not that oh, far. Okay. It could be far depending on where you go. It looks like it goes quite a ways up. But there are a lot of people that, like, not really anyone I know, but I have a lot of, like, friends of friends who used to live in New York, and then a lot of their friends moved to Westchester County. Um, But a lot of them still commute into the city because you can still take a train in. Um, Right. But it's I guess it just goes from, like, your friend lives across the hall and you see them three times a day to – you get out there every other weekend and it's yeah, like a I mean, very it's long moving car ride to and the none of them suburbs. Cars. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. But you know what's in Westchester County? Is a Levain Bakery. Yonkers. Oh, I, I oh, hope there's a Oh, Yonkers. Your last name is Yonkers. You're from Yonkers. Your last name is Bufa Montezzi. <laughs> um, but oh. like, uh, yeah. So it's not far in theory, but it's not convenient. Right. It's not the same. It's definitely not the same. 
It's a totally different life up there. Yes. And we understand why they don't want to say anything yet. Yes. Totally understand. Um, and so they they decide that they're going to go for it, but they're not going to tell everybody. And then Rachel and Joey and Ross and Phoebe are all kind of talking about this. And Rachel's like, you know, they went into this house for 45 minutes and Ch- and Joey's like, Chandler can't go for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, but the baby and all this stuff, should we tell her? Should we not tell her? And I love the point where um, Ross is like, I mean, Phoebe, if you saw Mike with someone else, would you want us to tell you? And she's like, who'd you see oh him gosh. with? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you now. What do you know? What do you know? Um. And this classic moment where they come in, they decide to go tell her, and Monica is vacuuming her vacuum. Um, oh, my gosh. If only She's there so were a smaller happy. one to clean this one. <laughs> Which, do you have, like, a dust buster? Um, our, we have a stick vacuum. And okay, so and it detaches. it becomes a dust buster. Yeah, okay. it can. Well, same question for your vacuum. I feel like they are always the dustiest thing. Like I'm Vacuums? constantly Yes. Probably because they're kicking up all the dust. But our dust buster is like it always looks like it's been at a job site. <laughs> and I'm is like Is it because like it has? Like is it out in Matt's working? I mean, area? that's actually probably a good point. He uses it for everything, <laughs> so that's actually probably a good point. But um I just feel like it's always okay. like dusty. I feel like I always have to wipe it down. Um, so I'm like, I kind of get the need for the smaller vacuum cleaner. Um, and so, you know, they kind of approach her really like gently. And, you know, we're here for you. We love you. And Chandler's having an affair. And she's confused. And they kind of set the scene. And he's like, she's like, okay, that's terrible. But also, what did you think of the house? I know. I love that. Was it in a nice neighborhood? Uh, did you think the neighborhood was homey? Um, and they think that she's like losing it. (laughs) Lost it. Yeah. And, uh, Chandler comes home and everybody kind of freaks out on him and that's, I don't, yeah. And she's like, you know, they think you're having an affair and they tell them Nancy's our realtor. She's showing us houses outside of the city and Mm. we're going to have a baby. We Mm. don't want to raise a kid. And I love when he's like, Bet you wish I was having an affair now. Right. And I love when you But that, like, they do bring up a good, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to, you go. You go. Well, they, when they are t- kind of saying, oh, we want a swing set and a yard and riding bikes and ice cream trucks. And Ross like, so you want to buy a house in the 50s? Mm. Um, yeah. And they do, they're but, kind of like, what's wrong with raising a kid in the city? Ross and Rachel are doing it. Sarah Jessica Parker is doing it. Yep. Um, and like, I, I mean, they're not saying that they can't. They're just like, that's not what we pictured. That's not what we want. Yeah. It is definitely I not. I picture a- them not. Hmm. What do you mean? I just can't picture Monica and Chandler not living in New York City. Where is she going to work? Is she going to come into Javu every day from out there? I mean, maybe I guess she's she maybe doesn't stay home need with to the work. baby. True. Um, I mean, they probably got good restaurants in Westchester. I bet they do. Um, But I definitely, it is, it, there's not like a right or wrong answer. Of course, people raise kids in New York City. Like, tons of people raise kids in New York City. It's just a different animal you know like yeah it's just totally different and it doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's bad like I don't I feel like I could have a kid in a city it's also just a little more of a hassle like yes it is bringing a stroller up and down the stairs and like yes all that kind you know you have to bring the car seat with you because if you take a cab Mm -hmm. like nothing is convenient but like in a way, cities are the most and least convenient places in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. get anything, you can do anything, but it's usually a schlep. Yeah, I was going to say, nothing's fast. Um, no. 
And so, like, me trying to get around Chicago, which is nowhere near as dense as New York, um, was fine. But I couldn't imagine also having to tow a child and all the child-related items. Yeah. And, like, kids also make you take a lot longer to get places and it's already not fast to get places. So it's like if you have to get to like a doctor's appointment on time, you better leave like hours in advance. Like, I don't know. Or you have to have a car. Yeah. But I would, I would love to think that I would do it. I did have some friends that um, had little kids in Chicago and they made it work. Um, But yeah, it's definitely not easy. No, definitely not easy. So, and it's just like a, um, like a personal preference, I feel like, you know, like some people find that to be like really fun and exciting and other people yeah. would just prefer to have a yard or, you know, whatever, like it's just different. So they talked about it a long time ago too, when they were getting married, Chandler and Monica and they were yeah, like, yeah, that's true. When, I didn't think about that. When... Yeah, when she was, like, wanting to spend all the money on the wedding, and he was like, oh, but, like, we have a house with a garage and the yard and the cat door and kids and blah, blah, blah. So that's fine. That's cute for them. Yeah, I have friends who they met in New York, and they got married in New York, and then they had a baby in New York. And after about a year, they were like, yeah, we want to move. Um, Yeah. It wasn't their – they were never, like, dead set either way. They were just kind of like – we like living in New York. Let's see what happens. Um, but after a while, they were like, yeah, this just isn't for us. But they had really close friends who stayed in New York and have like four or five kids, and they still live in New York. So, Oh, wow. There's like really in not. In the city. Yeah. In the city, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Um, yeah, so they're going to move, and maybe – uh, so they made an offer, and it's official. And well, well, Ross is like, "That's fine. Get it out of your system. You're gonna realize that you don't want that." And they're like, "Well, we already made an offer." Yeah, so then that's they true. all kind of realize like they're not actually like they're not just thinking about it. They're they're they're, they're ready to it. pull the trigger. Yeah, this isn't yeah. a whim. Um, and then Rachel makes the point, well, the whole time we were out there today, I was like, Chan- can't believe Chandler's screwing this woman, but man, this would be a nice place to live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then our least favorite thing happens. Ross is like, but if you move, how could you leave this place? And then... Yeah, I forgot. And then when this happened, I was like, oh, man. I know. it. Okay, so I knew going in, like rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a Clips episode. But then it didn't happen for a while. And it was like 11 out of the 22 minutes, which is pretty good, honestly, for a Clips episode. That is for a Clips episode, yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about all these clips. I'm just not going to. You've already seen them. You've seen them. You know them. It's fine. We loved them the first time. We don't need to. Yes. Well, okay. And then the second time when we talked about them on our podcast. And then (laughs) you don't need to talk about them a third time. Don't need to talk about them a third time. Um, But uh, this was negotiated by the crew, by the cast, for season 10. Okay. So it was going to be 18 episodes and one of them had to be a clips show? Yes. Oh, and one million dollars per episode. Even the clip show, they got a milli. I would assume so. Wow. No wonder they were like, fine, but we will make 11 and a half minutes clips. So it's more than 50 percent <laughs> clips. But you are right. still acting for 10 and a half minutes. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So I want to talk about decisions to move. Oh, okay. Um, so you made a couple decisions to move. You made a few, actually. Yeah. I was thinking about this when you we were talking about, like, moving away. I was like, I've done it a few more times than you have, huh? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. So why don't you tell us about it? What do you want to know? Well, uh, what was the... No, I don't know. <laughs> tell, tell everybody I can talk about it. 
tell everybody the mm-hmm. the the at the least timeline the points the timeline okay. of like i feel like so, big but what you think of like big moves like this is a big move yes. for them i will i will do that okay when i was six we moved from california to florida not my choice uh parents decided so you know you're six you go along with it but that was fine too when you're a little kid you're kind of like all right um and then florida for a while um so after florida was the chicago was probably like the next big move decision um that one the thinking hmm well you you changed colleges i feel like that was a pretty big move Oh, yes, true. Yeah, so I did change colleges, but it is because um, I didn't want to. Like, I was like, I really like the school that – no, sorry, not that I didn't want to. It was my decision, but it was just a very hard decision because I started out at a big public state school. I was in a sorority. We had, like, a really good um, football and basketball program. We had, like, a really good academic record. I had wanted to go to that school for a long time mm-hmm. and I got mm-hmm. accepted like early. I'd got really good scholarship to the school. So there was like all these reasons on paper why I shouldn't have left. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did not struggle to make friends. Like I had plenty of friends, but it was just like very, it, they felt more surface level friends. Um and the classes were like 300 people in a lecture hall at eight in the morning. And that was just not my speed. Um, and so when I came down and visited you and Kim at mm-hmm. your school over my spring break, and it was a small school with barely accredited, not That's not true. It was accredited. <laughs> it had been accredited a few years before. Um but like basically like the size of our high school. Yeah. You know, just like not reputable, not as reputable academically, no real no. athletics programs to talk about, like all that type of stuff. Excuse so me. So it we was had like again D two volleyball and soccer. D two, was it? We were D two, yeah. Oh, okay. Um Ashley's making it seem like we went to Chuckles University. No, I'm just saying, like, on paper, it wasn't. Yes. Well, and compared to, I'll like, a big about state this, school. And I'll talk about this in a little bit, but, like, having moved countries and having to, like, prove my academic record, trust me, <laughs> they treated it like it was Chuckles U. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. We've lost Renee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that time when we tried to get your transcript and it, it said that you went to Duke or something. And you were no, like, I'm West here to Virginia, tell you. Or no, Michigan State or Michigan, Michigan community. State. Some community college in Michigan. Grand oh Valley community. It Grand still Valley says community. that. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of chuckles you if you think about it, Renee. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, no. It was fine. Was that? Okay. That wasn't anyway. their fault. No, that, that yeah, wasn't Yeah, I was going to say. I, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know who to blame for that one. But um, yeah, it was like. I came and visited and I just felt like the people that I met were like more real, deeper friendships, like in a week and a half, like people were actually more like real and interested and, you know, connected than in like a year or, you know, however long that I had already been at the other school. And then they did have a really good psychology program. And mm-hmm. it was like smaller classes. You actually know your professors. They actually like care about you and make sure you're doing well. And I don't know. I was just like, this is I'm gonna I'm going to do better at this at this school. Um, and it was a great decision. I'm really happy that I joined you guys at Chuckles Yay. U on the Me beach. Too. Yuck, yuck, Chuckles yuck. U Beach Campus, laughing um, all the way then, to the beach. <clears throat> yes. Um, I decided to go to Chicago because, again, it was for school. So it was for a master's degree. Um, So two-year program. And I was a little bit like, okay, look, I've only ever lived in California and Florida. I can go anywhere. It was actually not that many schools that only had master's programs. Mm -hmm. So I was a little bit limited. A lot of them you had to do a doctorate, and I didn't want to. Um, And it was like, I could go to North Carolina, I could go to San Diego, I could go to Chicago, I could go to, you know, Minnesota, like whatever. And it was like, Chicago sounds like a cool city. It has like four different seasons. It would be something different. It's not as big as New York, but it's like, you know, a well-known cool city. And it's two years. So let's give it a go. 
Mm-hmm. And Renee was like, okay, I'll come too. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. <laughs> Dear diary, she, she did diary. not go. <laughs> she did not. Nothing. Also, um, I was like, don't move to Boone, North Carolina. I don't want to live there. That was probably a good call. It was. I'm, you're welcome. I'll tell you, though, Renee, had I not moved to Chicago, I probably wouldn't be in New Zealand. So you only have yourself to blame for this because um, so the Chicago thing was I was only going to live there for like two years for my master's program. But I got offered a job out of school, which you know, offered a job. I looked for it, applied. Um, and so I, I got a job out of school. And so I stayed there and it was like five years that I'd lived there. And I was like, OK, Chicago's cool. I love my friends here. But this is not like my city. Like I just don't feel yeah. fully at home here, and I want to. I don't want to live here forever. Um, and so, this is going to sound really weird, but like I felt like if I moved anywhere else in the United States, it would have been very permanent. Yeah. Whereas this doesn't New sound Zealand weird. I was, get that. Yeah. Well, because I guess the intention was that New Zealand was only going to be like six months a year absolute max can you hear me rolling my eyes or does that I can. Not come don't worry we, over the phone we okay great. all know you're you're not keeping that one close to the vest we know how you feel about it <laughs> um and yeah and so um so I, I moved here because I was just like I needed a break from Chicago um like I still had a storage unit when I moved out here like I had every intention of coming back to the states again one year absolute max um, but I was just like, mm, I just need a break from Chicago. So maybe had I moved to Boone, North Carolina, I would actually, you could have still gone to Nashville. It's like right there. Maybe. They're probably like an hour away from each other. So you think probably. about what you did. No, um, when you yeah. decided to move to New Zealand, I knew it was not temporary, but you did not believe me and you were still having but your I'm just US saying, phone number. I, I still I have like, it to this day. No, no, no. I know, I, but you didn't have oh, a New Zealand when I moved phone out number. Here. When you yes. first moved to New Zealand, I was like, get a local phone number. And you're like, but I'm coming back. I'm like, no, you're not. So just get the phone. Well, <laughs> my point is more so like, I just, I don't, I only moved to New Zealand because I needed, I didn't want to stay yeah. in Chicago any longer. Sure. Um, but that's okay. That's no, right. I don't. I'm very much kidding. I'm sure you know. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to check out Chicago. I was moving there for school, so I had every reason. Like, you would have just been like, and Renee was there too. You know what I mean? Like, we would have had a great time, but you were like, I'll get a restaurant job, and so it's like, I get why that wasn't really, yeah, like as much pulling you, you know, because when you're when you're somewhere for school, like I knew that everybody else would be new and kind of on the same mm-hmm. path as me so it's like you automatically kind of have a, a community of people yeah and I had gotten offered a job in Florida so that's why I didn't move to Chicago right yeah um so that's all my moves you tell okay. us yours well I went to college and I didn't that didn't feel like a big transition I don't know why like that wasn't it wasn't. It was only um, a couple it, hours away. It really That's wasn't. true. And even like, this is going to sound really weird. I was thinking about this too, like watching this episode and I was like moving and whatever. You'd think that leaving college would have felt more final, but it didn't. Like, I don't know if it's because we all stayed the summer after we graduated and you stayed the, another semester. You were in school, but you were yeah. still there until like the, the winter. So like, I don't know why, even though that season of life was actually over, it did not feel final. I don't know. Like the way that they're talking about leaving New York, I was like, I did not feel that way when I left college. You, is it, you stuck around for a little while, but then you were just moving back home, right? Just like a couple hours back home? No, no. I stayed until September and then I moved to London. Oh, that's right. I did forget you went back. That's right. You went back to yeah. London. So I stayed but, like... Which I guess in, would have been permanent if you could have made it. So you had every intention well, of trying to stay, right? That's the funny thing is that I tried really hard to stay. So when I, when I left that move back to our hometown, I was like, oh, it was like probably the most... I don't have a better word than traumatic. It was not traumatic. Maybe dramatic. 
is probably a better word. Um, like, it was the hardest move for me to process. Okay, wait. But before, sorry, just set back a sec. So before you come back, so you moved to London after college fully thinking you're going to just stay there? Um, I had hoped I could figure that out. And the longer I was there, the less I wanted to leave. But when you left, you were like, there's every chance I might just stay. And you still didn't feel like it was a big deal leaving to go to London? I did not feel like it was a big deal to move to London. It felt like a huge deal to leave London and move home. Right. I'm just interested Um, in that because if you move to London thinking like, yep, I'm going to try to stay out here, you would think it would kind of be... A big deal. I guess so, but I really wanted to be there. And you can always go home. You can't always move back to the UK. Believe me, I've tried. Yeah, um, that's true. So I think it was like, I don't know, like it didn't feel weird to be gone. I also had a few people that I was like, I'd convinced to move with me, do the same visa. <laughs> um, so... I was like, this is going to be great. We're going to have our own little gang here. But yeah, move. I didn't want to be back home. So I think that's, you know, it just was like, oh, why am I here? Then I like, lived there for a few options. years. Yeah. yeah. And then I lived there for a few years until I got offered a job in Nashville. I probably lived there. It was like, it was just under three years. But thinking back on that time, it feels like 10 years because just so much happened and changed and I grew so much as a person and... Um, I was actually really sad to leave once I decided to leave, which I was kind of shocked by, but I had a really good group of friends. That's cool. And I loved my job and it, I really had a great setup and it just made me like, it made me, you know, probably too little too late, but I really appreciated what I had there for so long. I was just trying to get out and I knew I could have just like moved moved to Chicago like I could have left that like I I should be clear about that I always could have left but the job I accepted they asked me to commit to two years and I felt like I needed to honor that so for a while I was just counting down until I could leave um because a friend had gotten me that job and mainly out of like you know respect for her not wanting to make her look bad I would not have yeah I don't think if it would have been like close to two years. They just didn't want me to leave after six months, which is what I was planning on doing. And what's funny is that I never said that, but I swear, Jeremy, my old boss, he was just such a like insightful person. And Mm -hmm. I I just think he could see right through me from the beginning. Like he saw me with one Mm -hmm. foot out the door. Um, And I owe them a lot. So I'm very grateful for that time. But yeah, it was moving to Nashville – I was excited to move to Nashville. It was not, um, it was very easy. Once again, I had a group of friends here and I had thought my original plan in college was to move to Nashville after I graduated, except then I was yes, like, no, I got to move to that. London. I was like, I got to move to London. In fact, I almost transferred um, to Belmont. Oh, I remember that too. I yeah, would not have and been happy. That is one of those things like, Talk about the wishy-washiness. I'm like, oh gosh, I definitely like, I mean, I had gotten financial aid lined up. You had the, yeah. I was going to say, I you like, had, did you send in the application? Oh, I, I got accepted and I had like everything lined up. And basically at the 11th hour, I was like, I don't think I want to go. Why did you want to? You know, it was just one of those things. It's like the effect of when you go on a vacation somewhere and you're like, should we move here? How much are houses? And I think that I just had not experienced that yet in life. And it just seemed like this fun new place that I had never been. I had four seasons and we went in the fall and it was like so fun. Um, But I am so glad I didn't leave. Because, I mean, I love living in Nashville now, but I'm really glad I stayed Yeah, in Florida for college. Um, actually would have, yeah. Not that it would have sucked, but I mean, life would be totally different. Um, and yeah, ultimately, I think it was just that kind of thing where 
you just kind of get a whiff of something new and fun and you're like, maybe I should do this. And, um, I didn't though. Um, so yeah, that it's so funny because it seemed like such a big deal at the time, but I didn't go through with it. And then it was just like, I never thought about it ever again. (laughs) Um, instead I studied abroad the next year. I moved to Nashville for the summer. So I guess I got my, I got it out of my system. That was good there, enough. This reminds me of like, because like you said, you can always move back. I don't know. I was just, I was just remembering like we had some friends. Mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't really them. It was their parents who like every two years <gasps> oh, they moved yeah. between Maine and Florida. Yeah. And I it, remember it that. was like they moved to Florida from Maine when we were what, like sophomores in high school or something. Sophomores or juniors. Yeah. And then like. And the next year they moved back to Maine and then like a year later they were like no actually we like Florida and then like it was it, they they must have moved like three or four times since we knew them and it was just like their parents just couldn't decide do you think there was more going on than we know I feel like there must have been but they moved back to Maine like I don't know sometime when we were in college and they've stayed there ever since so I don't know oh okay Maybe it was just to let um, their I actually kids finish think, high school in Florida. But I actually think that they homeschooled because they kept moving. Weren't they homeschooled? Oh, I'm pretty sure they I were. I don't know. I don't think that they were homeschooled in Maine, but I think when they moved to Florida, they decided to homeschool because it had like shifted, you know. They like their couldn't timeline. get into Yeah. Yeah, but um hmm. I feel like they still I could be wrong. I know their parents owned like a tree trimming company or something like that. And I, either they sold the business or they had somebody running it for them and then they had to take it back over. And I think that's why they moved back to Maine the oh, first time. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I don't think it was anything like bad going on, but it was, it was so funny because they like showed up. We were with them like all day, every day, and then they moved. <laughs> it was so weird. We were at their house all the time. All the at time. At least I was. Yeah, we. I guess we all were. Um, but yeah, watched a lot of MXC at that house. Oh, so um, fun. Um, and then there was a period where you were thinking about moving to Chicago or Nashville. And so it must have been before you got that job offer in Nashville. Or maybe you, were, you weren't. Yeah, it was. It was before. And I just remember being like, I don't know how much longer I'm staying in Chicago. Yes. Like, don't make the decision based on me. Yeah. Yeah, and that was during my, like, antsiness phase. Because I actually looked into the visa you did to move to New Zealand. I looked into that before. For the yeah. UK? No, for New Zealand. Because I had used my UK one oh. up. But basically, they have what you oh. did. It's a similar situation, basically, as long as you're not, like, a psycho and you have, like, a couple dollars. They're like, okay, cool. Um <laughs> So I looked into that, and I remember having a conversation with my roommate, also named Ashley with two E's, not you, Ashley, with a Y. And she was like, do you actually want to do this, or are you just, like, antsy? And I was like, that's a good question. Because I was just, like, all over. I was like, I think maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll move to Chicago. Maybe I'll move to Nashville. Maybe I'll move to New Zealand. Maybe I'll, you know. And she was like, Hmm. do you want to do any of this, or are you just, like, you know, trying to make a change? just, like want to do something yeah yeah and I was like that's actually a really good question and yeah I think that I'm just I didn't because this was not my plan I felt like it was some sort of failure and that's not true at all um yeah and so I kind of like had to dig deep and then I just planned a regular trip instead of a move and I felt fine so I stayed for like another year and then the job came up in Nashville probably about a year after that um okay okay that's good yeah and then at that point I was like do I want to leave I don't know if I want to (laughs) leave so life is funny like that if I had to leave Nashville I would be really sad that would be really hard for me um so I'm Ben and I talk about leaving Auckland but it's just because like we do love New Zealand but where I was just like but there's just so many more amenities other places and up until like up until last year I was like "Mm, I've got like I've got friends they're lovely people 
they're not like wonderful. I like have a much better like regular group of friends now. Took a very yeah. long time. Um, who are like not just surface friends who are yeah. like, you know, a little bit deeper, all that stuff. So that would be sad to leave too. But I don't think we actually want to leave New Zealand. I think we just want amenities. Yeah. People ask me all the time if um if I think if they wait if I think you'll ever move back and I'm like I'll believe it when I see it even if she told me she was moving <laughs> I will not yeah. be putting any emotional investment into it until she calls me I'm from her landline um and I can confirm that her feet are grounded on U.S. soil um which is fine you don't have to move back I was going to say, I mean, never say never, but it's a hard decision to make. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I feel like if you were going to move back, you probably would have done it like three years ago and the window has closed. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it's still a possibility. Okay. Well, I mean, you won't. You say, so you, you, okay. you want to prove me right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. That's never I with everything. I could leave Nashville. I could do a lot of things. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see any big moves in either of our near future. So, I guess right. we'll just stay here. But Monica and Chandler are probably going to move. Um, at least it seems like they are. Oh yeah, they and, seem really uh, interested. And yeah, so after they're done with all the stupid flashbacks. Um, Nancy calls and they responded to the offer and they won't go won't under go the asking penny price. under asking price. Um, then I was going to make a crack. Like remember when things used to go for under asking price, but I think, does that <laughs> still happen in America? Um, it just depends. It didn't okay. for like three years. Um, but yeah, things are starting to go for under asking because people are pricing it like it was two years ago and yeah, you know, they just, they're like, but it was worth. And it's like, well, was, was a long time ago, buddy. So see you later. Um, the, yeah. So, you know, they won't go a penny under asking price, but then Everyone's like, oh, you know, we're sorry. You're going to be okay. We'll let you be alone. They leave. And Chandler's like, we got the house. And I just didn't want to tell you in front of them. And so. Yeah, I I back that decision on his part. I I do. And I don't. Because I'm like, you're still going to have to tell them. Yeah, they are still going to have to tell them. But like, everybody was so against it. And like, they want to be excited about the news. And I feel like if he would have said it in front of all of them, it would have really ruined the excitement for the moment. It would have been like, oh, great. Well, I guess we'll never see you again, you know, instead of like, yay, we got our first home. That's true. That's true. Um, So I don't know if I would have been as good at lying as he was, though. He's got a good poker face sometimes. He does. That's true. He does. Um. So at the end, they decide to tell everybody after getting them presents, which I guess is pretty good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love this sweater, a meatball sub, earrings, a scarf. Beautiful. Okay, we got the house. Bye. And then Joey's like, wait, what did they say? (laughs) Yeah. So if he gets a little upset, that's what the meatball sub is for. Uh, (laughs) A tried and true tactic, honestly. Just mm-hmm. giving Joey a little food. Give me some pizza crust and I'm in. So um, <laughs> it can be it'll be fine. It could be strangers. I'm not picky. Like literally not picky. This was last episode. We were talking about pizza crust. But, you know, just send me your pizza crust. <laughs> but you're still um, hungry. Okay. So Monica and Chandler are moving to Westchester. But we still have things to get through to, to get to before they move. Yes. And next week is a very special week. <gasps> because it is my favorite episode. I, I was going to say, I think it's our favorite episode. It's our favorite episode. <laughs> the one where the stripper cries. I, and yes, ironically, no, this is our favorite. The stripper is not my favorite part. 
There's so many good things happening there, in this episode. There's a lot. It's really I watched it's really, this episode par. last night after I watched the episode we just talked about. Just because, you know, it was on. Why stop it? Just let it go. Um, and I was, like, cackling. It's so I good. I just, Matt was, like, he's, like, Danny DeVito is trying so hard not to laugh in this episode. Oh, anyway, yeah. We can talk about Do you that know later. What it, you know what it doesn't oh. have is a bunch of clips, and so that is already good. But I think we did Praise a great job be. not talking about clips. We did. We didn't even need those stupid clips. Um, <laughs> okay, so next week, come back for the one with the stripper cries. Yes. It's going to be great. Can't wait. And we will see you guys then. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.